The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. It's a wild, wild through a goal. Swansea beyond Fodringham. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, Fodringham yes. United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, and Duffy, he can hit them. And he does. Oh! No! Hello everybody, welcome again. This is New York Talk, the Rotherham United podcast, and we lost, obviously. We're away, so it's 30 games, 30 away games now without a victory. Uh, and that's league games as well. That's not include the couple of the couple of cup games that are in there as well. Um, yeah, we'll talk about that, and that's it. There's no game to preview until we play that lot later in the week. So we'll talk about QPR, where it leaves us in the league, where it leaves the season, which is obviously finished. Um, and we'll go from there. Mick is back with us. How are you doing, Mick? I'm all good, mate. Thank you. Are you? Yeah, I'm not bad. And uh, we've managed to get Ben back. How are you doing, Ben? Yeah, I'm good. Is this back to back? What? Is it back to back? I'm sure it's back to back. I've been on. Were you on Thursday? What, were you, what did you do Thursday night? Well, when was the last one? Last Sunday. Sunday before, wasn't it? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Ben's not very well, so the, day, the days have merged into one for the last year, apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Mick, you're wearing your Hammerby shirt today. Yes. Why? Well, our season's over and done with. Summer seasons have started very soon. In March, the uh, Swedish season starts. So I'm, uh, as of now, I'm a Hammerby fan. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, um, we're going to go through a positive thing, a happy thing that you that, that you found yesterday at the game. I'll go through the comments first to give you two chance, chance to think of something. YouTube viewers are Chris Tether, Sarah Ogden, Martin Holly, Nicola Drew, Harry, Michael, and Kelly Fuzz are all with us so far. Make sure if you're with us, drop a hello in the comments. Make sure you like this, like the show as well on YouTube if that's where you're watching. If you're watching on X, follow us as well. Um, Mick, anything, anything that made you laugh or smile yesterday, excluding no, that's it. Anything, anything. Um, I think probably the the most amusing part of the day was getting lost in the Westfield Centre after we parked, so we come back. Look at mine. 
Yeah, I mean that, that's that's about as, that's about as funny as it gets. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So we parked. The, we make we make drove yesterday. Me, 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 Mick, and Ben went 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 all with Mick, and we parked in the Westfield Centre because it's quite close to Loftus Road. Mm-hmm. Um, we parked as it turns out in the Marks and Spencer's section. So we walked inside Marks and Spencer's. Thinking it'll be dead easy. We'll be in and out. We'll go to Marks and Spencer's and we'll walk straight out. I think it was close to twenty minutes. We were in the Westfield Centre. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did the most manly thing ever. I don't have any security guards we walked past that we could have said, excuse me, mate, how do you get out of here? We didn't do that. Oh, no, no, no. We went up to a map and said, right, there's the end of the building, so that must be an exit somewhere near there. So we just walked towards the edge of the building and finally made our way out. Um, yeah. it, were, it were hard enough getting out of Marks and Spencer's. <laughs> that were about, that were about <laughs> 10 minutes. <laughs> um, yes. Ben, anything? Uh, I've got a couple actually. When Chair got the ball, it was quite funny. Uh, every yeah. time he got the ball, the songs that were being being <laughs> being sang about certain situations. I like the ground. I, I do like. Yeah. Well, I wasn't going to say it, but I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. No, I like the ground as well. I like. I really yeah. do like that stadium. Um, on top of it, it's no. I hate when there's room between goal, the the edge of the pitch and the stands, mm. and kind of ruins atmosphere. And when they scored, it just it was so loud because it's so it's just, it's such an ideal stadium, in my opinion. It's a mm. it's a really good stadium. It felt like I want pitch. To be honest. Unless you want to sit down, then it's not ideal. Yeah, unless you want to sit down, yeah, then it's not <laughs> ideal. But if you if you're a manager and you you know what I mean, you're trying to get your team going, you can use that crowd so so easily and so so effectively. So your positive is about the other club. Yeah, it's positive for QPR. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we are in life. Um, yeah, Mike the Miller says thirty is a disgrace. That's short yeah. title today is thirty is plenty. Um, I'm not sure what the what the record is in the FL. We've broken the Rotherham United Club record, which I think was 27. Uh, we haven't. We may well have broken the FL. I'll do our best to find out, but I don't know even where I'd start finding that information out. That's what you make. Um, but thirty league games, away league games without victory. What is it? Is it nine in 109 league championship appearances? Mm. Nine wins. Bear in mind, I think five of those were in COVID as well. Um, it's just madness. It's strange. It, it almost defies logic, really, because the law of averages tell you you probably should have won a game by now. Oh, we're not very good this season, but we were all right last season. Mm. And it's just crazy. This this run is incredible. Yeah, it, it's become a self-perpetuating situation on it i think um we we could and should probably well not probably we could and should have won on saturday at qpr um had it not been for some for a sort of a a mindless 20 minutes or so against Mm -hmm. which we probably would have won that game as well um you can't say that about any other any any other of the uh the, the 30 i don't think so if if I'm clutching at straws, maybe there's an argument there to say that that's a positive. But I mean, it's a very, very, it's a proper clutch, that isn't it? Mm. So uh, yeah, it's it's not great. It's not great at all. No, it's not. Uh, Harry says it's thirty-two. It's thirty-two in all competitions. So if you're at thirty league games plus the Ipswich FA Cup defeat last season, which was four-one, and the Stoke six-one in the cup this season. So yeah, thirty-two in total. Um, but we're trying to make it look better somehow, and that's it's not working, is it? No. Um, yeah, um, Ben, just talking about the run itself, we'll talk about the game specifically in a moment, but 
Um, it, we're not we, we don't win many games at the championship level anyway. Um, but it just feels it just feels as an end of it. Mick says, like Mick says a minute ago, it's just it just feels inevitable that we lose every single away game at the minute. We may have lost Ben. <laughs> Ben's oh. frozen. Is he? Ben's frozen. <laughs> Ben's frozen. We'll try and get Ben back. Um, disaster. Hello. Uh, he's back. Hello, Ben. Hello. Yeah, hello. hello. What were your questions? Sorry, I switched to my hotspot because Wi-Fi were lagging a bit. What were questions? Okay. About the run, did you Just say? The run, yeah, the way run, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I like. I, th- I think it was you said it. It's just, I think it feels like we're the only club that ever goes through anything like this. It's just, it's not good. It, I mean, I, I can't name another club like it. It's, it's actually absurd, isn't it? The lows that we have at times, the championship are ridiculous, but when I mean, you look at last time in League One, the highs were, were ridiculous. You know yeah. what I mean? EFL trophy and, and the day at Gillingham. I mean, clubs rarely get two days like that, 10 years apart, never less the same season. You know what I mean? It's um, mm. it's bizarre. <laughs> it's bizarre. Uh, I don't yeah. get it. Personally, I don't get... Obviously, home advantage plays a big part in any sport, mm. but especially football. But it's just... I don't get how it can be that drastic. I don't get how how we are the worst team that many times. I don't get how there's not more home teams that play poorly and we take advantage, you know what I mean? Because mm. so many teams will come to New York and do it. I don't get why we can't. I don't know what it is. Mm. But now it's become a thing, hasn't it? Now it's become that thing. Yeah. And the problem is going into next season is, is it going to be still a thing? You know what I mean? You don't want it to become mm. unnecessary pressure. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it'll only be this thing next season because I think our our record in League One is generally pretty good. But if we do come back up, it's going to be exactly the same thing. You know, we might get nine wins in 130 games or whatever it might end up being or something like that. When you get promotion, the monkeys jump, monkeys jumping straight back on, isn't it? When if, if you get if you get that promotion, um, but I suppose we'll have to wait and see. Let us talk about the game. Um, Shelley says the funniest thing is Tommy's is being joint top scorer. <laughs> I didn't see this coming. Can I just say, by the way, sorry. On. Can I just say, every time I slag him off, I slagged him off when I was watching Ipswich game with Mick, and he scored within a minute. And I slagged him off yesterday, and he scored within ten minutes. So I'm gonna have to do that every time he starts now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just follow him around, tell him how rubbish he is, and everything will go perfectly well for him. <laughs> um, I mean, even as even as far back as November, Mick. There was no mm-hmm. chance in a million years that Tommy's were going to get some goals. No, it would never, just never going to happen. And now he's the only one that is really look at other than Hacks, but actually he's a centre half. He's the only striker that's threatening, um, which is great for Tommy's. Now this is not, it's not a dig at Tommy's, but you got Nombe and Wyke and Hugo, and none of them look like scoring at the minute. There's only one man at the minute, and it's Tommy's. I mean, you say that, you say that there was, there was no chance. He's a championship striker. He's proven yeah. championship striker. Um, he's a little bit unorthodox because of his size. He, he, you know, he doesn't look. He looks a little bit ungainly and everything else. And and yeah, he's a big man. He's the big man up front, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, but he knows where goal is. Mm. He's proven that, you know. But he's not. He's not had a run of games. He's not had a, a, a decent run at any point during his during his current tenure at this club. You know, he's been. He's either been in and out through injuries um, or, or whatever. Um, or he's just, or he's just nobody, you know. No, it, it, the, the, whichever manager's been here, here hasn't 
fancied him to play. Mm. But when he has played, he scored. Um, most most of the time, anyway. Certainly in this sort of recent run of performances that are uh, appearances that he's had. So play him. He's scoring goals. You know, he's, he's and I, I hate to drag this up, and we we drag it. We seem to drag it up all the time, and I feel I feel a bit bad about it. But he's, he's, he looks far more like scoring than John Hugel does. Yes. Every day of the week. So yeah, yeah I. I I think we've all been a little bit harsh on Tom Eaves, all of us as, as supporters of the club, simply because when he has played, he's been out of touch because he hasn't played. Um, and now he's had a little bit of a run of, of a run of games. He, he's putting the ball in the back of that. It's hmm. his job, you know? And, and we, should, we should be encouraging that. So, yeah, and, and listen, he ain't going to be a Premier League striker, is he? We, 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 we're all aware of that. And I'm sure that Tommy Eves is aware of his limitations and his level and where he needs to be. Um, it'd be a proper, proper handful in League One if he if, yeah. if he's with us next year, uh, which I think he is. So, so yeah, I mean, I, I, I get why people have, have been down on him over the, over the years. I understand that. Um, but... You know, he could score a goal, keep him in there for me. Yeah. Um, Kelly Fox says if he scores on Saturday, he's going to buy him a beer. Like Russian Tommy says, a free beer in that for you if you, uh, if you do. We can, we'll probably still lose like 6 1 or something, but yeah, yeah there's a beer in it for you. Um, to be fair, I don't think Nombe had the best game yesterday, Ben, but I still think Eves and Nombe work quite well. A flick on from Nombe uh, for Eves to get the goal. Um, when, when we were playing well, it, w- it was working quite nicely between Nombe and Eves. I don't know if QPR clicked on or something, whatever, but it helps in the press. It helps with the positive actions. It, they they seem ideal together at the minute, I, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's I mean it's kind of typical big man, fast drive, fast, yeah. fast, big man, fast guy, isn't it? Sort of thing. Uh, it worked well. I mean, towards toward end, I said towards end, toward, in the second half, they were, they were still in the same area. I don't know if that's purposefully or what. But they were doing the same exact thing, making the same runs. And they were just cancelling each other out um, in the second half. It looked like it anyway. But yeah, I mean, out of the, the, the four strikers that we've got, um, I think them two are definitely the the most dangerous uh, pair. Mm. Uh, and we've scored what? This, did, they start, did they start together against Ipswich? No, Hugo started with Eves against Ipswich. Uh, well, but I mean, he's, has been, he's has started in two games and we've scored four goals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, four <laughs> goals in two games and we're bottom of the league it's mm. quite impressive but yeah I think even Nombe is definitely the way to go especially yeah. for the men of the season yeah I agree um, that'd be a hell of a partnership in league one as well wouldn't it I agree completely agree everybody keeps saying I would, even if this team in league one is going to be terrible even and Nombe in league one would be brilliant league, league, league title incoming <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. We got everybody clip that. Hundred points. Quote me on it now. Hundred points. <laughs> oh Ben, points. when did you start making such bold claims? You've changed <laughs> you. Um, the Wednesday Tide Air podcast is with at the minute. They want an evening. They've got the evening lads. We're going to. They want. I want to get this in here. We're going to do the full Wednesday preview Thursday. Evening lads. Question for you all: Would you rather beat us at the weekend and go down, or get beat five 0 by us and go on a run and miraculously stay up? What is more likely is that we'll get beat five 0 and go down. That's more likely. <laughs> um, that's where we are at the minute. Um, I, I feel I like I'd rather stay up. In the nicest way possible, 
I feel like it's a really daft question because we ain't stopping up anyway. We? It's just it's, it's a foregone conclusion, isn't it? I think it's a good question. question. Yeah, I like that. Okay, fair. All right, go on then. Oh, but go on, Ben. You were going. You were going. You were, you were saying you're talking. I'd rather stay up. I mean, but I mean, them doing double overs in and thumping us twice would be obviously not ideal for pride. But I'd rather stay up. I'm assuming they go down then as well. I'm assuming. You'd, like, assume, you'd assume so. I'm assuming you? that's part of the question. Yeah, <laughs> Is that part of the deal? <laughs> yeah, part of the deal. Yeah. Uh, Mick, uh, I mean, obviously, I think I, I think anybody would say you'd rather stay up, wouldn't you? I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather stay up. You'd rather stay up. Uh, the reality is, obviously, we're we're just too far gone now to to even consider to even contemplate it. Um, and 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 sort of, I guess a rival is aside, but it's not really. You know, we we owe Wednesday, we owe we owe them for the 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 embarrassing performance we put in down at Hillsborough. I mean, it was embarrassing. I, I it, we, we went for a beer afterwards with the with, with some Wednesday fans, and and they were like, they were they were pretty disgusted to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Not quite as disgusted as we were, but the performance we put in down there was just. Well, it got to the stage at the end where people around us in the Rotherham we were all just laughing. Yeah, it, was, it got to the stage where it was funny. It was that bad, um, and I mean that is saying something. So you know, obviously we'd like to beat them, but if it if it, if it meant losing to them and staying up, I'll stay up every day of the week, mm. and I'll take another I'll take another Monday morning of laughter at me <laughs> at work, you know. So. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what there's more chance of us than us stopping up. There must be a long list of things that are more likely to happen than us staying up this season. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Let's go into that. No, maybe another time. Uh, let's move back to the game, Mick. 1-0 up. I'm, I'm saying that, going to repeat what we said against Hull. We had them exactly where we wanted them. We had them right where they, where they needed to be. The fans were getting right on their back. They weren't quite booing, but they were getting really, really frustrated. The press was brilliant. They were trying to play out from the back. And as you write the point out every week, these teams can't play out from the back. Mm-hmm. Um, but we just didn't punish them. And they got a foothold about half an hour into it. It was something like that. And yeah. they never looked back. And I suppose we never looked back. We would we were never in the game and the writing was probably on the wall from about half an hour in, really, weren't it? Uh, yeah, probably. Once 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 we kind of took our foot off the gas. I I, I remember um, at some stage in that first 20 minutes or so, um, I was still with Tobias, and mm. obviously the the, um, the the QPR manager is ex Hammerby manager, mm. came from Hammerby, uh, and Tobias was saying, uh, "This is what they hated at Hammerby, the way that they were playing, uh, because because teams found them out, and, and and we found out QPR straight away, mm. but we didn't, we did exactly what we didn't, uh, the, the, what we did against Hull, you know, we had them where we wanted them, wanted them." And we took our foot off the gas and let them come back into the game. I, I, can't, I can't think. I don't know what the point, at what point in the game that happened. Mm. Um, it was probably just before half time when they, they started to create a couple of chances, uh, create a couple of chances, and, and Victor made a couple of saves. And you know, half time came at the right time for us. Um, but but we just didn't we just didn't carry it on in the second half, and and they took advantage of it. It's. Yeah, it's so frustrating. But what like I said earlier on, we're at a stage where we're clutching at straws at the moment. And 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 that we have to take positives from these last two games in that yeah. well, even the whole game up to a point, 
You know, we were on top and we just, we need, we have to start twisting the knife. We have to be more ruthless. Um, and, and unfortunately, we're not. Mm. Uh, and again, I, I, I don't know whether that comes out to confidence or what it comes down to, but um, we have to be more ruthless. And I mean, it's too late now. It's too late. Yeah. I think I think we're all, we're all sort of at, at that, you know, come to that realisation, but at least let's make it uncomfortable for the teams that we play from now on. Mm. Make it uncomfortable, take some points off them. Um, you're playing for pride. That's um, all you're playing for, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, I think, I think, it, well, it was, I think it was 22 points before Saturday that we'd lost from winning positions or something like that, weren't it? That's um, madness. That's crazy. That's cross criminal. You can't, yeah, you, it is. You deserve to be where you are if you're gonna if you're gonna throw them, them kind of points away. Yeah. Um with Mike Mills is ruthless, nowhere near good enough. We, well, that that's that just was giving you proves that we are good enough. We have been ahead in these games, we have been in positive yeah. positions. Um the mental side of this squad is as low as I've ever seen. The difference between, between the 16-17 season for me is that 16-17 team was terrible. It was a League One team. There are mm, some good players in League One team. One. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It was it was it was a poor team. This team has some great, really good individual players, some really good championship individual players. But the mental side of it is just the worst, probably one of the worst I've ever seen. One of the worst I've ever seen mentally. So it's it such a low level, um, and I, that's the reason. That's the reason we are where we are. And that's what Matt Taylor couldn't sort out. That's what the Russian can't sort out yet. Uh, that's, that's uh, I would argue. I would argue that's what Matt Taylor created. Yeah, it must have because he put these players together. Mm. He put these players together, and a good proportion of them, are reasonable quality championship footballers, as a unit, they have got more than enough, more than enough to stay in this division. And we, I mean, they proved that on a few occasions this season with a few performances. The second half at Ipswich being the kind of peak of that. You know, if they, if if they put that performance together, or even 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 fifty percent of that second half at Ipswich performance together every week, mm. we wouldn't be anywhere near where we are. So it, it it is a psychological issue ultimately. And I, I, I even now at fifteen points adrift at the bottom of the league, I'm still not having that these players, technically ability wise, are not good enough. I'm not having it. it, it this is this is. More than that, there's something else at play here. It, it mm. can't be that so many championship quality footballers are having such a bad time all at the same time. Mm. It can't be that. That's just not possible, you know. No, I think I think it comes down to even come back to when Warren left. I think the majority of these players were still under Warren, right? If I'm not wrong, except like a fair amount. I think what we were saying, seven inch summer, something like that. So mostly, well, yeah. And Humphreys did. Warren Humphreys. Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he did. But if you look at most of the squad, Warren signed. And when Warren left, I don't think a lot of them, I think a lot of them sort of checked out, I guess, because mm. they signed for Warren and you you don't sign, they didn't sign for Matt Taylor. You know what I mean? It's still different. You might like Matt Taylor, but you didn't come to, you don't, you didn't come to play for him. That does play mm. a big part. And I truly think that this is, uh, the domino effect of, of Warren Levy. I think mm. if Warren's still here, listen, this year it'd have been in Premier League. This would have been a <laughs> You can, mate, you can laugh at me. You can laugh at oh, me. He will. Playing when he was when he were there, when that season for them eight games. Have you ever seen not like it? 
I can't, I can't name a game we weren't a better team, except that Sunderland game. True. Middle, that middle of draw, we weren't very good. That was last game. Yeah, we were beating... Draw. We weren't very good and we got a draw. Yeah. You know? I mean, that was a level yeah. we were at. We've, we've never been at. Hmm. Well, as long as I've been alive. I don't know about Mick. <laughs> we did play well after war, didn't we, Mick? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Alfie says, how many points have we got by this point in the record-breaking season? We had 17, so we're, we're two points better off than we were in the record-breaking season. Um, as best Ben asked me a question yesterday, were we ever worse off in terms of a deficit between now and that season? I think it's basically the same. I think 15 points, I think, is as bad as uh, at, the, at the same time um, mm. in the season. So it's basically bad. Um, Shelley says, when Siriki went off and Reiner went to right-back, that's when it all started. Ben, mm. I think he's right, but at the same time, Sarika was having a bit of a stinker, to be honest with you. He was really, really struggling. I also thought Kyoso was struggling defensively. Um, so I kind of I, I kind of made sense to me a little bit to change it up. The problem is the depth's not there. What he probably should have done is brought Shane Ferguson on. And he put Shane Ferguson left wing Kyoso right me But I, I can I understand I, I do I do understand the change. Well, it's fine that you don't know. Seriki's fit. You don't know if Shane Ferguson's fit. You don't. This is the problem with 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 uh, trying to analyze substitutions because you never know what's going on in 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 their mind. But that's the second time he's done that. Um, so he either trusts Rinham Hotter or or um, Seriki's not fit. It, it's got to be one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah. I didn't. I didn't get it. I thought. I thought when Kafu came on, I thought for about five minutes before they scored. The five minutes before they scored, I thought we were amazing again. Change the game, and then it just seemed to kind of win them hot work. I said to you, we like we went back to not crossing it, yeah. mm. went back to getting out wide, cutting back, and then they were tackling us, and it was bouncing off us for their throwing, and we've lost ball. It just, it was just we weren't, we just went back to like our old self again. You know what I mean? And we weren't using Kyoso or, or the, the the left side at all. It was going right think, side, and they were winning head targeting ball. I think the issue was that I think um, I think Liam Richardson felt that. Um, the convict chair was um, was causing too many problems down that right hand side, and he needed the pace down there. Fariki mm. obviously was inexperienced, so he put Kioso across there to try and to try and sort of nullify him. Um, but but you know if you if you're going to put Shane Ferguson on there, he's going to probably get get run yeah. ragged with him. Can I just um, can I just say I said this to Matt though I I, I disagree with that because. With a player like Chair, if you put someone on on the right side to help him, they're just going to move him to the to the left side. They they're just going to put he can play anywhere. I think they gave him a free role, so I don't think that I don't I disagree with that. Mm. So I feel like yeah. they're just going to change him, aren't they? You know what I mean? Mm. They just play on both sides because he was playing on both sides the whole game. Yeah. He, he kept swapping and switching. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. It's a shame they weren't warming his prison cell into it, which is where he should have been. But there you go. Yeah. You were brilliant, sadly. Yeah, it was, yeah. You were really good. Yeah. Um, let's talk about the goals we conceded. Mick Victor's coming in for a bit of flack for them. Mm. The first goal, um, he's got Megs. No, no keeper's going to be happy with that. But the first one, it's, I think it's a good finish from a tight angle. Yeah. Um, you could criticise a goalkeeper for nine out of ten goals, probably. I, I don't have I don't run with Victor for the goal. Obviously, it should have been stopped well before then. I think it was too easy. To get in mm. the right hand side, but I'm not putting any or much blame on Victor for the first one. No, I think I think for both goals, goals the build up was too easy. The build up mm. was far too easy. We allowed, we allowed him far too much time and space um, 
on the edge of the box and then and then and then moving into the box. I think Victor will be disappointed. I think he could have probably stopped both of them. Um, but you know, he's got so much credit in bank. It, it, it matters not really ultimately, does it? But um, but yeah, he will be disappointed, and he, he probably arguably should have stopped both of them. Um, but I did not been for him. They would have scored two or two or three earlier on anyway. Yeah, they would. Yeah. No, um, we, we've got to be better um, allowing that that movement around the edge of the box, which is which is what created or what caused both goals really for me. So yeah, mm, yeah, we've got. We've got to be better in defence, and we haven't been recently. Mm. Well, never been at all. Before. No. no, we haven't. Um, for me, Mick, I think the, the first, the second one. Sorry, I think it's a, it's a great strike by Willock, but it's gone straight through Victor's hands. He's, he's yeah. sort of misjudged it or whatever. I don't know. I don't know. His um, Nick says second goal. Maybe he went. Victor went a bit early. Um, do you think Mick's right? We, we, Victor had two or three really good saves, but, but the second one, I, I just think it goes straight through. I just think it just mm. fluffed it a little bit. I mean, if you watch it back, it, you're right. But the, the the save he made from Cook, I mean, we yeah. we saw it live right in front of us. Amazing save. When you watch it back, the power on that Cook header is a joke. So I think they cancel each other out, in my opinion. Mm. World class save and a mistake. You know what I mean? Because if that's any other keeper, probably save the second one and concede the first one. So it's yeah, yeah, still two yeah, ones, yeah. You know I mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Any good game, Victor? Other than other, I'm not. I'm first one. Fine. I'm sort of fine with. I think he's got messed up before. Then second ones, yeah, but. Is the, the the cook save? There was another couple of saves uh, in there as well. Um, oh. Can I just say as well, if you're gonna if you're gonna test it enough, you test anyone enough, they're gonna make a mistake. You're are. putting them under too much pressure. You test any keeper that much, they're gonna make a mistake. He's yeah. he's not. You know what I mean? He's not. He's not perfect. He's not Mick in that. I mean, he's not Mick back in day, is he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so that, I, 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 I'm pretty sure that Victor aims to to be what I were, what I was earlier on in my career. But um, yeah, <laughs> uh, if he needs any advice, is you he, Levy, you? It's more than welcome to. Uh... <laughs> you taught Levy. <laughs> you taught Levy Atkin, didn't you, that, Mick? <laughs> <laughs> Everything he knows, mate. Everything he knows. <laughs> Uh, Mill Exo says, "Anyone think that Victor might be might have a hidden, hidden injury? Had treatment on his left leg in the first half, and there was no spring in his leg for the second. Could be totally wrong. I just think it's knocks. I think that's just football. To be honest with you, I think, I think that treatment for the injury in the first half was trying to take the sting out of the game. They were um, they were on top at that point, mm. and uh, I think that was just a bit of gamesmanship, really. Fair enough. Um, yes." Scott Kent says Cafun was not following his runner, gave Willock the freedom, the room of the ground, freedom of the ground. Mm. Yeah, and it's that it's, it's, we've talked about this about a million times this season, Mick. When things turn against this, this team, ninety nine times out of hundred, there's no turning back. Ipswich was the was was the you know the exception to the rule, um, but that's basically the only time this season that we've mm. shown a bit of backbone when things go against you. Um, and this is what we see when people when teams come to New York Stadium. They obviously take a bit of battering from us, but mm. they either stand up to it or they come back uh, at this level. Um, we're just, it's that lack of leadership in it. it, it that, that's that's obviously what it comes down to. It's that, it's, it, and it's the leadership on the pitch. And I don't necessarily put much blame on Liam Richardson for this because when it gets to 60 minutes, there's not much he can do from a management point of view. He can make the subs, mm. but from actually managing the players and, and from a leadership point of view, there's not much he can do. He's relying on the guys on the pitch. And yeah. there's just no leaders out there for me. No, there aren't. There aren't. 
um you know and and <laughs> the, the, i've got no else to say on that you're absolutely right what else can you say yeah. that that's that's so abundantly clear um and 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 when 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 you are sort of psychological levels are so low you need those sorts of characters out on the pitch sam Lucas does his best to get everybody going you know he, he is probably over and above sean morrison because sean morrison realistically is, is not the leader that you would expect him to be yeah. um Lucas is the man that's that's trying to get everybody going he seems to be the one that really he's 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 got fire in his belly he wants to fight um you know certainly the outfield players um it's uh, yeah it's disappointing it's so disappointing but we, we, yeah i don't know what else to say really the, 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 there is nobody there that's doing it unfortunately no no nick says morrison is a leader but seems quite quite certainly is on the pitch mm. we don't we obviously don't see the behind the scenes things by all counts morrison's a great guy and a good good captain but we we don't see it on the pitch and i don't remember how we i don't know I'm, we're comparing to richard wood aren't we that's the thing from yeah. a leadership point of view it, it, woody was blood and guts everything's on the pitch Sean Morrison's clearly a different type of player, hmm. um, it seems. Uh, Ray Smedley. Will we pick up any more points this season? Ben, we're the Happy, happy Clappers podcast and we try to be positive. But man, it's difficult to pick out points this um, season. It's it, it, so difficult. I think Saturday. I think, I mean, we said this about QPR. I think if we're going to get an away win at all this season, I think QPR was the chance. And I think if we're going to get another win or any point this season, I think Saturday's the chance. I think they're the they're the worst team we're going to play for the rest of the season. Um, if I'm not wrong, uh, I've got Stoke again as well. No, we've yeah. got Millwall who are down there though, and Huddersfield and Plymouth. Millwall, we've got Millwall. Bit, they've improved. Huddersfield, yeah. I think I think yeah. I, I don't see well. I can't see us losing. I can't see us winning either. To be honest, I mean, like you said, they look they look organised, which is. A problem because uh, we can't we can't do anything i mean we we just have to bank on other teams not being good uh which is what it feels like at times. and sometimes that's not even good enough i know <laughs> Look, it's rich, well, you're rubbish. The, well, the thing I'm... is about the, the thing is about obviously I'm, we're not previewing wednesday obviously but they don't have a player like chair in my opinion yeah. bannon's not as good as chair Ooh. in my opinion <laughs> so that, they'll clip it and they'll clip that bannon bannon is i mean Mick knows I love Bannon, uh, and I just I can't believe I just said that in a Rotherham talk, but I do love Bannon. But he's 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 not sing he's not good enough anymore to single handedly carry a win. But anyway, I, I to back to your question, I don't I don't think I hope we do. I hope we get twenty two points at least. Oh, twenty three, sorry, at least for pride. Twenty three is a record. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, I mean to have first and second in that in that record is quite impressive. To be honest, five in nearly ten years apart is quite impressive. <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're aiming for. Two 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 records, but one and two. Yeah, I want the gold and silver. That's what we that's what we're aiming for. Yeah. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Liam Richardson. We put a poll out today about people asking whether you're judging Liam Richardson on this season, next season. It's overwhelmingly, to be honest with you. It was like 80% of people are going to judge him on next season, hmm. um, which is where I sit. But if you take the con- context of the league out of it, one winning 15, is it? One winning 16, something like that. Um, if this were Matt Taylor, and it was Matt Taylor, we're, ask, we're, we're asking for a change. How important are the circumstances in which he's come in and the, and the context of the league in terms of looking at him and sort of judging him? I, I think it's everything. It's absolutely everything because it, it, it's, it's, I think Kev... Kev pointed out on, uh, on on Twitter earlier on. I think you know you're giving keys to a Ford Focus and asking him to drive in Formula One, mm. essentially. You know, so it, 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 now, in my opinion, in my opinion, I don't put this down to him. I do not put the situation we're in down to him at all. Um, he has made some mistakes, I think, because he's been too conservative. He's tried, he's tried to shore up. He's tried to make us more organised and more difficult to beat, and, and he's taken his eye off the ball in terms of in terms of being positive and going forward. When he when we have started to be positive and go forward, we've caused teams problems. Unfortunately, mm. we've not done it enough, and we've not done it in the right places. We've not done it at home, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't I don't judge him. I don't blame him for the situation we're in, and and context is everything for me. Context is absolutely everything. And one winning fifteen, yeah, all right. That's that's that, that's one part of it. But but you've not given him anything to start with. In fact, you've given him less than nothing mm-hmm. to start with. So it, it it's a very very unfair um, situation he's in. Um, it's a similar situation to the one that Warney found himself in mm-hmm. uh, when he took over for the back end of that season. And, and and it ju- it was just the usual suspects calling for Warnie's head, um, you know it's, it's, it's the same suspects who call for manager's head every time I lose, even if we've just been on a twenty-one game unbeaten run, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, no, well, well, let's wait and see till next season. Let's see see what he's able to put together. Um, but he's he has no tools, has he? Mm. No. Well, Nick says. Poor guy, I haven't even got a training ground. Precisely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which, is, yeah. which is scandalous, really, under circumstances. Yeah. Um, Harris says there needs to be questions asked, but but like he said before, what Taylor and Richardson and Herod are not the same. No, they're not. Yeah. Like, like Ben pointed out earlier, look at what Matt Taylor inherited for Paul Warren, Dan Balas, Achio. You know, we could go on with a couple of other victors, victors, another one. Um, and the, the season that he took over. As well, he probably inherited 19 points. You know what I mean? Yeah. How many points we've got this season? He probably started off with 19 points yeah. and only just kept us up. Yeah. Bearing in mind what we were doing before he came in. Hmm. 
Yeah. Josh Cruz will ask where we're we training. We're training at the stadium. So get ready for Saturday because that pitch is going to be in an absolute state. Which, uh, which will play into Wednesday's hand because they're used to playing on a beach, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, true, very true. Um, Martin Holland says, do you think we would be in the same position if Warnock could, would come in instead of Richardson? Probably not, no. No. But that was that was kind of the situation we found ourselves in. Nobody else wanted a job. I think I'm, I'd be amazed if we didn't ask the question to Neil Warnock because that, that's an obvious one. Um, he's obviously gone up he's to Scotland. Going on with it, it was, the rumour was it was going on a holiday. That's a genuine, that's a genuine thing. Yeah. I think he was on holiday to see yeah. some play golf, I think. If I'm not the the rumour I heard was that his, something like his missus had booked him a holiday and he was buzzing about it or something like that, so he didn't want to take a job pre-Christmas. <laughs> that's fair, was, Which is fair, yeah. It's something for a 70-year-old bloke. Do what oh, you want. Um, but the thing is, we wouldn't be in the same position, no, because Neil Warnock, is, is, Neil Warnock himself is not necessarily a coach. But he's yep. all about the mind games. He's all about the psychology, and and he would have got this team playing together as a unit because mm -hmm. that's what he does. Um, so, but but it didn't happen, and it, it will probably never going to happen. So, you know, it's a bit of a moot point. But to a point on that as well, we've already been through this scenario because nine years ago we did have this. Warnock came in, but the problem is, is yeah, he'd have kept us up this season, mm. but he's got to build on next year and. I don't think he'd have stayed. He'd have wanted to stay yeah, in this yeah. job. I think he'd have wanted to move on, and then you know what I mean. We find ourselves in the same, same situation we had this season. So I don't. I, I do. I'm not gutted that we didn't get Warnock. Yeah, but yeah. I am because I love Warnock. <clears throat> but yeah, Matthew Miller says we were bad when Richardson joined. Can anybody say we're better than we were? Liam Richardson has so many questions marks having over him. Excuse <clears throat> me. So Shelley says nowhere near Mike. We're worse off. I can't see how he's improved us because we pass it sidewards and play out from the back. Uh, away from home, Ben, we're significantly better. It's not, it's not even a competition. Under Matt Taylor, we were getting absolutely battered week in, week out. It might have only been 2-0 at Cardiff, for example, but we got absolutely battered that game. And I, I could probably look at the fixture list and go through you know, four or five other games where we got a tonking. Jeffrey Wednesday be another one. Watford being the 5-0. Hull, Hull was after it, or after them, obviously, but away games, we are significantly better under Liam Richardson. It's not even a, it's not even a close comparison for me. At home, <coughs> we're significantly worse. So it, it depends on what your what your interpretation of better is. For me, yeah, we're much better away from um, home, from away from home. But the problem is when we had Matt Taylor, the 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 bad dressing room, that feeling and that lack of confidence in the manager that is so hard to shake. And yeah. when you come in as a new manager and you've got that feeling in the dressing room, I don't think people understand how. That, how much that affects the players because they just can't they just don't want to they just not that they can't be asked but it's like it's a different sort of motivation than when you want to go to training and you want to you want to play you know what i mean it's so, it's just so different and it's so hard to get rid of that culture and, and start a new culture so i think we need to give him a lot more time than they've had because you know just because he hadn't won his first five games and stuff like that it's being a manager is not just about the games; it's about building a culture and being and setting it up for long term and building your team so that they can face adversity and face losers and not just crumble. Mm. Yeah, Matt Mills says better question mark winning a game of football perhaps. We weren't winning we many. We all want the same thing. under Matt Taylor. We, we we all want the same thing here, you know. Um, and I, I I think I think. Given like exactly what Ben said there, really, really, you know, you can't judge 
judge Liam Richardson on on any of this season realistically. You can take some bits and pieces from it, but we've got to give him the time to 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 completely rebuild because that's what we're going to have to do because of the culture within the club. You know the the, the psychology of the players, the way that they approach games, the way that they approach when we go behind, all those sorts of things. It's all got to be dealt with, um, and you know that's not going to be an overnight fix. You know you can't just walk into dressing room and you know. And I know I'm I'm being a bit ridiculous here, but it kind of emphasises the point. You know, right, lads, don't be upset. Don't be upset if we go behind. Start again. Yeah. All right, boss. You know what I mean? It, 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 it's so much deeper than that. Um, it, it, it's, yeah, it's going to take some time. It's going to take some time. Um, there are positives, I think, from from what Liam Richardson's done or done so far. There are also negatives. Yeah. You know, and and given the situation that we're in, it would have taken a colossal effort to get us out of it for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, Matt Miller says, the culture of the club, what does that mean? Can someone, something spell it out, what it means? We're losing. Uh, a losing culture. Attitude of the players. Attitude of the players. Yeah, the attitude of the players. Group attitude. Well, we saw we saw what Paul Warren brought in as a as a culture. You see what Warnock brings as a culture. You saw the culture that whether you like what Stevens did or not, it was a culture against almost against him at times, which which motivated the players. Um, it's about getting a positive environment that the players can thrive in and play in and get results in. Uh, it's about when you make getting a positive working attitude from everybody that get, gets you moving in the right direction. Um, we don't none of us work in football. To be fair, none of us. Ben, Ben's the closest one that's, it, it, to professional sport, but again, it's, it's but even Ben's not you're not, not at that level yet. So none of us can say for certain what Liam Rich is trying to, what culture Liam Rich is trying to bring in. But we've all worked jobs, haven't we? Where the, there's a culture within the work, whether it's a positive or a negative one, that's that's basically it, the same thing. See, but if you enjoy something, it's not even about football job. If you enjoy something and you enjoy the people you're doing it with. You're not even going to think twice about doing, giving it your all or something like that. It's just little mm. things like when you're losing 2-1 and you're tired and it's yeah. like, can you be asked to, you know what I mean? It's just little things like that. Can you be asked to run for the throwing? Are you going to walk mm. to it? It's just little things like that that do make a difference in games. It, it's more about the atmosphere. Culture is perhaps not the right word. Culture is the trendy word, isn't it? All the, you know, these these new new types of lead leaders and in inverted commas use and everything else it's about attitude it's about atmosphere it's about it's about what how you feel in that environment and that's what ben's just said you know yeah are you going to run through brick walls for your mates or are you just going to laugh at your mate when he when he when he misses a tackle or falls over a ball or whatever you know it, 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 it the, the tiny little things but they have a massive impact in when the when the the, the magnified significantly when they're in a group um and, and our our attitude the atmosphere within this club within this team at the moment is we're going to lose anyway yeah we look at this monkey that's sat on our back here 30 games big that that's what's going to happen we might win but you know no nah, we probably won't and that seems you know yeah. what i mean that, that's that 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 is what it is or that for me it, that is how it feels mm. Uh, Kenneth Hobbs also says the infrastructure that underpins the whole club top to bottom. Yeah, that's something that Liam has talked about and hopefully we will see an improvement on in the near future. I'll, I'll be honest with you, if, if Liam didn't think he was going to get the improvements, I don't think he'd still be here. 
Um, because he's clearly happy with how the club is at the minute in the background. So let's see on that one. Uh, evening all says John just says John Wick, Jason Wick. Uh, for me, the season is done and time to start prepping for League One with Lim Richardson's gaffer. He says he does fear that it could turn very toxic with Richardson and the players the longer we go without a win. Right. I, don't, I don't think it will because there's just apathy from Rotherham fans at the minute. I don't think there's enough feeling towards the players for it to turn toxic. If it, if it was going to turn toxic, it would have already turned toxic, wouldn't it? There's just apathy. Yeah, if it had turned toxic, we, we, we wouldn't be going one 0 up away from only five minutes. It, we, you, you can tell. You can tell when yeah. when players don't care, when don't want mm. don't want to play. Yeah. Yeah. It's good, isn't it? Millie Miller Miller's got absolute <laughs> right laughing at Rotherham fan. Um we suggested it suggested to Ben Mick, and I, I think I think you were there that I don't know, and I, I support Rotherham United, I don't support Shrewsbury or Cheltenham, but I feel like we are unique in what we go through as a fan base. It's the second time, the third time you go back to 2004, 2004, 2005, that we're going to be going down from the championship with less than 30 points. Mm. But we've also had six promotions since 2005 or whatever it's been, five, whatever it's been. EFL Trophy. EFL Trophy in there as well. That's two, two of the playoff final wins. The journey that this club seems to be on, it might not be, but it feels different and it feels more extreme than any other club that I can think of outside of, you know, Man City and people like that. Well, it's better than that, isn't it? Yeah. It's better than supporting a Premier League club. Um, you know... Well, it, a Premier League club like Man City. Yeah, because because you're just going to win every week or whatever, you know, you you sulk if you don't win a game in Europe, you know what I mean? Yeah. We... we yeah, we've had some... We've had some absolutely rubbish horrible times over the last few years we've had some unbelievable highs mm. unbelievable highs unforgettable highs you know that we've spent and then we've 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 spent together as supporters you know that the, the the trip to Gillingham, the 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 win at wembley in the in the um in the papa john's playoff wins all these all these I don't want to sound pathetic and sad, but all these memories that you've got now, you know, that you've spent with your friends and your family that you would never have had had it not been for this club. We've had some bad times, like you said, you know, a, a ridiculous relegation when, when Paul Warren first took over. Another one this season, probably with another record's low points, um, points haul. But... You know, it makes it makes the good times taste even sweeter. And I know we, I keep saying that, don't I? But it, it, it is a fact. Um, it, it's I wouldn't swap it. I wouldn't swap this football club for the world. I would not. I genuinely wouldn't, because some of the best memories I've had in my lifetime have been created through following this club. So, yeah, yeah it's crap. It's horrible in the situation that we're in. It really, really is. But you know what? I'm, I ain't swapping it. Not a prayer. Mm. Yeah. Hey, Sarah Ogden. Watching Rotherham is character building. Yeah, exactly. Exactly that, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If there's one thing that Rotherham teaches you, is how to lose. I'm an expert in losing. People think people when you play play cards or, or a board game with your family you go, and you lose and they try try and make try and make it out, you're upset. And I'm a Rotherham fan. I, I'm, I'm all right with losing. It's what yeah. we do half of the time. Don't worry about it. Um, but yeah, um, no, Exco says not many clubs have been to Wembley four times in 14 years and won three times. Mm. 
you got some clubs that have never been to Wembley, literally never in their history been to the old and new Wembley or even just the new Wembley. Um, yeah. Richard yeah. Brown says, couldn't we have just a boring season for a change? <laughs> Winning every match. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Shoot for the stars. Not even winning every match. Just a 15th. Yeah, but 15th in League One wouldn't be very fun, would it? No, not in League One. Not in League One. But just a crap. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, yeah. I said this to you. I'll take fourth and playoff win again. That's my prediction. Yeah. Yeah. Win again. Right, this law's now, but do you know when we finally win, whether it's this season or probably, you know, for the first, if we win first game of next season, it's only the first game of the season, but the relief that we'll all feel will just mm. be brilliant because of the crap we've been through this season. Even if next season's not a success, there'll still be that positive vibe that just... That's the light at the end of the tunnel. We're going to start yeah. winning games eventually. We are. Yeah. Whether it's this season or next season, it'll be next season. Um, I, I, so- I think ultimately we will achieve the goal that, that the vast majority of this club's fan base want, and that's a bit of a, a bit of sustainability in championship. I think we'll get there eventually. Mm. It's been a hell of a road so yeah. far, and we're not even we're, we're not even close to achieving it. But I think we will do ultimately. But um, it's, it's 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 a rain laugh, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Alpha says, "Do you want to be in Bristol City State? Not not going above twelfth or, or below first. Now John's not in the comments, but fighting for the eighteenth place trophy in the championship every season, every single season." Do you want to be in Bristol City's place? How, how much money do they owe? A lot. Yeah. How much money are they losing on a day-to-day basis? I know I keep banging on and going back to this, and you know I got called a gimp, I think, on Twitter the other night because I, I said about Tony Stewart being, <laughs> being what he is. Whatever, you know, call me what you want, but it makes no difference. You know, we do not owe millions and millions and millions of pounds to anybody. True. Um... Plus, he, he, I don't know. <laughs> uh, Plus, says, Hi, guys. Visited Rodham recently with Stoke and thought everything was placed for the champ for a Rodham to be a cha- brilliant championship club. Brilliant setup. Good luck, guys. It is on the face of it. But yes, thank you, Worcester. I'm going to well, I'm not yeah. going to do a good time because you won. Um, but, <laughs> um, Shelley says, I blame Derby County. They put us in this in this situation. I think I think it's time we accept that the rest of the championship were just bullies. And that's it's not it's not our fault for being rubbish. It's the rest of the championship is just horrible, uh, and just just that's all it is. Um, still, it's, 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 it's cutthroat, isn't it? You know, people <laughs> have spent millions and millions and millions of pounds in this division trying to trying to reach that promised land, mm. um, and and Lewis yeah. spent five quid and did it. <laughs> <laughs> well, exactly. Yeah, they, they are they they're a one off, aren't they? But. Um, Ultimately, as, as as many other, I know I can't, I, I, I'm, I feel like a broken record, but you know, lots and lots of clubs are finding out the hard way that mm. not the right way to do it. Yeah. Would you rather be a Rotherham fan or a Reading fan? You know, they've had it, they, they flirt a bit, they flirt a bit Premier League for a couple of seasons, they flirt a bit Championship, and now they're throwing tennis balls on pitch every week. Yeah, is it? I'm sorry, I know, but mm. yeah. Um, Shelley says League One away days are better anyway. Loads of local ones, yeah. League One away days are good and cheaper. Yeah, uh, we were saying this, weren't we? Got some, got some good ones next year. Wrexham, if they go up, a couple of local ones like you said. 
Mansfield, we should go up. Stockport, hopefully, I like, 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 like we like. It's not that local. But I like Stockport. Um, yeah, there were some good. There were some good ones. Oh, sorry. Not as county. Not as county, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, Barnsley, probably. Um, yeah. It's uh, it's not all doom and gloom, is it? It, it is at the minute, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what else to say anymore. Um, <laughs> yeah. Anything else we need to talk about today? Because, uh, uh, yeah, come on. You, you, are you ignoring Mike's comment? <laughs> uh, go on. Mike says, culture does does need changing among the fans also. We keep reporting this nonsense that the roller coaster ride is so wonderful because within it we've had so many memories. Yawn. It's all about the journey. It's all about the journey. I, I, I mean, Mike and I have different views on lots and lots of stuff, don't we? Uh, referees in particular. And I've got, it wouldn't, won't surprise you one little bit that I've got a different view to Mike on that <laughs> one. Yeah. yeah. Um, I tell you what, I tell you what we're positive yesterday. We saw Joy from London Millers. We, we obviously have a show, well, Joy's on the podcast a lot, but because she's obviously down south, we don't see Joy very often. It was lovely to have a 10 minute chat with Joy. I saw Danny. Uh, again, that we see Danny here. We don't, other than the interaction, we don't obviously see Danny. But nice to spend some time with Danny for a bit. And Jensen, uh, we came up with. The Swedes were over. We got to speak to the Swedes for a bit. Um, I should, th- I've got to apologize, I think, to Thorby. When we scored the goal, I'm pretty certain I elbowed him in Ed because he was in front of me. So apologies to Thorby on if you're watching. Um, I spoke to Thorby and he wouldn't have felt it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and also, there was there, there were a few other people that we spoke to, just fans of the podcast who listened and, and watched it. Um, we don't maybe don't get to as many away games as we possibly should, but I really enjoyed speaking to everybody we spoke to yesterday. Mm. Um, they were good. I enjoyed the day. I really, really enjoyed the day. And that's what it's saying about, about the journey. I really, really enjoyed the day up until you know, 60 minutes, whenever we went over QPR, got their goal. The day was a really, really good day. I really enjoyed yeah, it. it. I, 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 when I climbed into bed last night, I thought exactly that. You know what? We've lost. I guess we expected to lose, but I've had a good time. I've had a good laugh. Mm. Um, and and that's that's what I'm talking about, Mike. It's not a yawn at all. You know, it's a great, it's just great fun and hugely, hugely disappointing that we are where we are. Of course. I, I have no issue with that and I agree, but it, you've got to take the positives out of it because if you don't, it doesn't matter what football club you support, you know, it'll drag you down ultimately because that's what football does. <laughs> that's the point of it, isn't it? <laughs> it is kind of a blessing because every game now, I said this to you about the, the, the QPR game and I think another one, Matt, but it just, it doesn't, like, I'm not stressed at all watching it. Like, yeah. you just, I can enjoy the game. I can just enjoy the football. You know what yeah. I mean? I'm not that stressed about, look, we're 1-0 up and, you know what I mean? Like, against Sunderland, when we were 1-0 up, my heart was beating out of my chest. And it's, when we go 1-0 up, I can just watch. You know what I mean? That is yeah. kind of the beauty of, of being so bad. It don't mean <laughs> all. You're not checking what everybody else is doing either, are you? Yeah, I'm, oh not, my God, I'm not stressed. Yeah, I'm just watching yeah. the game. I'm just watching the game of, 11 men, the 22 men just kick hmm. a ball. Yeah. Uh, Mike says, just one thing he'd say, lads, is what a fantastic support. Yeah, 600 or so we took to, took to, yeah. uh, took to QPR. We made a good old noise and all. Um, yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, it, it was a, it was a decent atmosphere in that way. And for, uh, for what it is, <laughs> I don't share Ben's view on, on QPR's ground at all. <laughs> Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, all right. Um, 
Shelley asked about Sam Klukas and things like that. You know, what, what about offering Sam Klukas the captain's armband next year to say, I'd, I'd be really love to see Sam Klukas next year, but for me, there's if Sean Morris is not here, there's one captain, that's Hakeem Adolphin next season. <laughs> he's the man. Um, I don't think Klukas will be here anyway. I think he's a championship no. quality player. Yeah. It would be it would be an unbelievable coup to be able to get Sam Klukas to stay. He won't stay. He's he's too good for League One. Um, but but we want players who like like Sam Klukas who's got fire in his belly. He has mm. you know, and he's got the ability to match it as well. Mm. So you know, it's yeah. He's one of the few that comes out with a bit of credit this season, Sam Klukas. Yeah, there's a few. There are a few. Yeah, yeah. You know? the new signings certainly. Yeah. Hakeem Adolphin's been immense this season. He's been unbelievable. Uh, obviously, big time. Reckon he'll be here next year, Adolphin. He's got a clause, and he, he will be in contract. Um, but if I'm if I'm a low mid table team, Birmingham, something like that, and I need, I need how old is he? He's twenty five. Really, really good age. Um, really, I thought he was quite. Happy no, he's, 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 he was signed at a really, really good age. Um, the problem is who's going to pay loads of money for him. That's the, he's not he's not a sign well, like Dan Barlasser was, is it? Or Chio? If you're looking at his, in his perspective, I'd take a year in League One. Take a year in League One, maybe get a trip to Wembley, try and win an EFL trophy. And if we don't go come up, then then get your move. But is that a contract next summer? This is is this he's got an extension. This is his one year extension in summer. So if we don't cash in now, or or don't sign no contract. I know. I'm saying from a note. Hakeem Adolphin point of view. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. There's questions, isn't there? Ollie's into his last year. Victor's into his last year. Hacks is into his last year. Cam's at probably into his last year. Although we don't know if Cam Gunter has got an got an extension clause. Um, sorry, it's saying there's 13 players out of contract. There's more than that. Are we leaving this summer? Uh, John Hugo win another one. I don't think he want to play in League One. Although having watched him in the championship, I'm not sure who's going to try and take him in the championship. Yeah, but the beauty of that is that is. Obviously, you know, we'll have about three players at, at, at club, but the beauty of that is is that sort of bad bad culture, a lot of, a, a, as good as the players may be and as good as people as they may be, and they might not be the problem, but they're involved in it. Some of them are involved in it, not through any fault of their own, and it's just a fresh start for everybody. In my opinion, I spoke, uh, if, so I spoke to Chris Turner. I did, interview, I did interview with Chris Turner, the former Sheffield Wednesday manager, who managed... He took over Sheffield Wednesday when they got relegated in 2004, 2003, something like that. Uh, he took over management and he went into the following season. And one of the, one of the things he, he said he did was get rid of basically almost the entire squad. Even the players that would have been amazing in League One, he got rid of them because the, the squad needed a clean, clean slate. It needed no baggage from the previous championship season, which has caused relegation. And I think that's, that's, the, that's the route I'd be looking to go down if I'm Leah Richardson. I'd be looking at almost a clean slate. Get some young, hungry players in who want to fight to try and be in the championship, to try and progress themselves up to League One. I don't like taking advice off a Sheffield Wednesday guy, but I, I, <laughs> I, I do think that plays what you just said, but I couldn't agree more with you. We need a fresh start. Um, I, I, I just think we need freshness. I completely agree. Uh, on, a, on a positive note, Mike and I have found something that we agree on. <laughs> <laughs> Hugo doesn't want to play in championship either. Yeah, 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 yeah. Absolutely, that's quite clear. Um, yeah. Another point in there, Matt. I'm sorry, I'm taking mm. your job on here, aren't I? That um, uh, that Nick's made that Klux is 33. Yeah, you know, not 13, is it? Which is how it looks. Uh, <laughs> so, 
you know, at 33, is somebody going to want to take him on in championship? Would he would he like to mm. continue his career? I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. That's this is talk for the summer, in it, I guess. So he also so that's a good point. It definitely sorry, go on. I was just saying, he's, he's, he's got a close relationship with Liam Richardson, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's going to get 46 games in league, isn't he, if he wants. If he's fit, yeah. if he wants. So he's going to get, I mean, he'll get, he won't, he'll be on pitch every, for 90 minutes of every game at the season if, if he's yeah. fit and wants. So, mm -hmm. yeah. You yeah. should stay if you're watching, Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's watching. <laughs> there we go. Anything else, boys? So I've got an hour and two minutes out of that. Oh, that good. Do you, do you want to cheer Mike up and talk about Mr. Donahue from yesterday's his performance? Not really, because I think he's not a very good referee. What a but... clown! <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah, we're poor. Uh, look, he's one of those referees that fell for every single trap that QPR laid for him in terms of trying to win a foul. Every single one. You think after one or two, he'd sort of think, "Do you know what? There's some, there's something going on here from QPR." Can I just say though? That stadium, stadium plays a big part in that because mm. when you're refereeing in front of, I don't know how many, I think it's only 20,000, is it That's maybe? It is. Yeah. I bet that, when you're on that pitch, I bet it feels like 50,000. And it, it does, whatever you want to say, it makes a difference on the human brain. Oh, yeah. 50,000 people or 600 people, you know what I mean, subconsciously. And that, that stadium, again, just to bring back to my, my love for the stadium, plays a big part in that. Is this, a, is, this, is this a come and get me call? A, no, yeah, I'm going to say QPR, if, if you're watching that. Uh, <laughs> uh, can I could be a, a ball boy or something, please? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, he's um, a clown. It, it's a, it was rubbish. It was, it was poor. Mick? Yeah, yeah. You've, I mean, you've covered just about all of it, apart from the last 15 minutes of time wasting that he allowed to carry on. And, uh, you know, but he, 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 he sprinted across... To, uh, to Cam Humphries in first half to book him for time-wasting. And uh, none of their players got penalised for the last 15 minutes of it. So You're uh, having a go at Victor as well. Yeah. Uh, time-wasting oh, yeah. when you were getting ball. When he was trying to get him ball that Sean Morrison kicked away from him. You're having a go at Victor. I think yeah, it was I mean, as well. <laughs> or drawing, I can't remember. Yeah. Um, the, the frustrating part about it is, is, and we see it, we see it week in, week out in the Premier League, don't we? How you know players just throw themselves on floor and immediately get a free kick, and um, you know. So I, I tweeted one out today, which the referee got right um, from the Man U game with that clown Fernandez. Yeah, enjoy um, that. But but those sorts of things, you know, they're, they're the same sort of things that get penalised week in, week out, and yeah. and certainly minute in, minute out on Saturday. Uh, but anyway, you know, it, again, got nothing to do with the reason we lost the game. Um, no, arguably. Had uh, we, we had another 15 minutes to play, which we should have done, then we might have scored again. We might have equalised. You never know, do you? But, mm. um, but yeah, we know, we know what to expect with uh, with that chap, don't we? And his um, inability to give and balls online. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mr. I've let it go. I've let it go. I've let it go. No. Go on. No. Uh, Shelley says, nice to see PK celebrating these. Haven't seen so much emotion from him, uh, so wasn't sure how he felt. He's another one who could be an asset. Yeah, I think he's kept himself within within himself a lot, Kyoso, which I don't mind at all. Um, but a bit of emotion came out, which is nice to see. I think Tommy was, I think it helps that Tommy was as a, as a really positive, a really popular guy in the changing room as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And, and 
then as Harry's just mentioned there, all that and him refusing to play as well. Remarkable yeah. scenes. Yes. <laughs> um, last call. Anything? No. Stadium were nice, weren't it? God, here we go. Bloody hell, it's moved to London. You know what I mean? I think <laughs> my, my only request from, from yesterday is that the Westfield Centre put more exits in. <laughs> what exits? Do you know all they need? Signs. All they, they need signs. is a sign that says exit. There wasn't a single yeah. exit sign in the entire well, building that I saw. That is true. <laughs> just, just a sign that says out, this way out. No, nothing. Yeah, sorry. Um, somebody asked about referee for Saturday. No, that's not been announced yet, as best as I can tell. Let me just load up the FLR website. They don't normally do it this early, to be fair. No, not out yet, as expected. So we'll find out. We'll be back on Thursday um, to yeah. do the preview of the show. We will be doing a scouting report with a Sheffield Wednesday fan. Guess where he's from? Guess where the Sheffield Wednesday fan's from? Let me guess. Rotherham. <laughs> he is. How did you guess? Can <laughs> you believe that? I'm not guess. Amazing scenes, crazy! It's crazy. Just, um, just a, a word of a word of warning to people in the comments: if you are watching on, uh, if you are going to watch on on Thursday, get in early because it'll be full of Wednesday fans. So you need to get your seat early. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 you're going to slag off Bannon again. Are you, are you thinking of some lines you can? Uh, well, it depends. It depends. Viral many, again. It depends on how many comments as to whether. I, I mean. I, we're up, there's there's the hundred and odd people watching at the moment, and us three. I think we all should get our heads together and see how how much <laughs> how much we can wind them up because there'll be loads of them, won't there? We, we, yeah, we could yeah. have a bit of sport, really, because there'll be nobody watching now. So let's you know let's get our heads together. We'll start a WhatsApp group and um, <laughs> do what we can do for uh, do for Thursday. See how many bites we can get. Yeah, and don't worry if we'll say this again on Thursday. But if any of Wednesday fans are watching, if we win on Saturday. We will be completely unbearable for the rest of the season. Correct. Because Saturday is the only important game left. Is the league's gone, everybody? So if we manage to somehow win, we will be completely unbearable. Oh, we won't yes. win, obviously. Um, but if we, we will be, it'd be terrible. We might <laughs> do an emergency podcast just because we put a small like that, just to properly wind them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, we won't. We're not that silly. Uh, we will have. We we'll do the review on Sunday, obviously, and then yeah. we'll do an emergency podcast on the Monday. Okay, just to just to just to rub it in a bit more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. We have talked about this internally. We will be doing an emergency podcast when relegation is confirmed. That'll be around Easter, probably. It could be slightly, <laughs> it could be slightly earlier. Um, but we did when we survived. We did when we got promoted. It's only fitting, sadly. Um, a very short one. Yeah. But on a positive, you will really, really enjoy laughing at us at the end of the season when we reveal, go back through our preseason predictions because there's some absolute shockers in there. Absolute <laughs> shockers. <laughs> I'm not coming on that one. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway. Thank you. It's February. We've got two more months left of this. Uh, thank you, everybody, who being with us tonight. I know these women, these losses, are, uh, I think, uh, will come through as they do weekly or bi-weekly sometimes. It's not the easiest being a Rotherham fan, but thank you for joining us and keep joining us. The numbers are going up. You know, there's more of you watching and more of you following us on Twitter, more of you following us on Facebook and iTunes and everything else. So thank you, everybody, who is continually joining the show. I know you guys that have been here from, from the very start as well. 
we'll keep going. <laughs> we'll keep going. There will be some positive news at some point. Um, positive was Ben was here tonight. You had, your Wi-Fi basically held up tonight. So thank you very much, Ben. Even though I, he's deathly ill, you've, you've, you've battled the plague to join us. And yeah. I really appreciate it. How's the Achilles, by the way? <laughs> I'm fine. I'll be playing on Saturday. You'll be so, fit for Saturday, will you, Cam? Right, cheers, yeah, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Mick, thank you very much. It's a pleasure, uh, as, as always. We'll see you all next time. Thank you for being with us, as always. And, as always, up the millers. Up the millers. <laughs> Come on, Ben. Up the millers. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> Why have you put me in charge? Put me in charge of IT. Yeah, folks. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> it's a wild, wild through a goal. Slossy beyond Fodringer. And the Millers are in front in the South Yorkshire Derby. Oh. And for the first time in 42 yes. years, yes. Rotherham United win at Bramall Lane. On the edge of the box, Adolfi. He can hit them. And he does. Oh! Adolfi! Secured their championship status for next season. Do me a favor, drop me off in The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.